You're not actually smart. You got that from a movie. Uh, all right. So, real quick, while I'm uh, while I'm lining some stuff up, who, everybody uh, who is fans of One Piece, who's your favorite One Piece character? Sanji. Which one is Sanji? Uh, the the guy with the feet, who's with the smokes the cigar cigarettes, would get cooked. Uh, so mine is uh, mine is probably Zoro, I guess, right now. Okay. Not the guy you're thinking of with the Z's. No, not that dude. <laughs> My favorite character is Tony Tony Chopper. Tony <laughs> Tony Tony Chopper. You gotta you gotta listen to it. I'm I'm not a fan of One Piece. Can I say that? You you're not a fan, you're not a fan because you've never watched it. Correct. Or if you've you've watched trash. Well that would make that would make me not a fan. He's a fan, he doesn't know it yet. Exactly. Everyone's a fan of One Piece when, when they watch it. I got I got told by I got told by a girl with a one piece tattoo that I could skip the first six hundred episodes. Six hundred? So hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't understand my own situation here because I have watched at least 200 episodes of One Piece at this point, and I don't think I call myself a fan of One Piece. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you're you're a fool. Yeah, that's probably true because I probably shouldn't be watching this much of it if I don't enjoy it like that. But here I am. The part the part of not enjoying it is the part I don't get. It's very enjoyable, but it's it becomes epic at around 600. So I so I, I can skip the first 600. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot Podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that reminds you to never talk about anything in front of your dungeon master. My name's Turner, I'll be your DM and host of pre, mid, and post-show announcements, and if you wonder why this is coming out a little bit later this week, sure, I could blame work or you know a few other IRL things, but ultimately we all know it's Dreken's fault for what he said in the Discord. So consider this self-fulfilling prophecy that, that you said about somebody else fulfilled. Ha! Episode 11. I somehow managed to introduce more goop monsters in a already goop-filled campaign. And the guys fight them. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We Absolutely appreciate you guys and gals making time for us in your busy podcast listening schedule. And hey, special thank you, as always, to our patrons, whose investment in the show helps us make bigger and better content, and their participation in our community Discord gives me people to, you know, blame my shortcomings on, and that is possibly the greatest gift they could give. Well, that and a pledge of $3 or more. Pledges are really the most important gift. Anyway, and hey, if you um, hadn't figured it out yet, give me the loot. Not family-friendly content due to a mix of profanity, crude humor, a little bit of laziness, and a little bit of shark-on-boat ass-biting, a little bit of gore. We bring a lot to the table, or very little, depending upon one's perception of entertainment. Any additional content warnings will be in the show notes below. And hey, gang, one last reminder, comment, fucking ghost story for our American listeners and, you know, cautionary tale for those who listen abroad. Obviously, our elections are coming up in November. This continues to shape up as one of the most important elections in American history. I know it's easy to get excited about the big presidential elections and 
a lot less stirring to get motivated to get out there and vote for school board or for state secretary of state or, or even governor in a lot of cases. You know, why do, why do those matter? Look, nearly one in three uh, of the GOP candidates for statewide office, for those governorships, for those secretaries of state, support the big lie, support fraudulent election claims. Of the 86 Republican candidates running for governor, secretary, state, or attorney general, only 40% of them would openly acknowledge that Biden was legitimately elected. That means 60% are election deniers. And look, these are the people that will run and oversee the next elections for the national offices. And if the opponents are willing to sneak people in undercover, what do you think they're going to do? when we let them run the goddamn show. So step up, get out there, and vote in November. I don't care if it's for county commissioner. I don't care if it's for a school board seat. I don't care if it's for the goddamn PTA. We have to let these bastards know that we will stand up for equality for every single American. And that impinging upon the bodily autonomy of women on any level, has consequences besides getting to announce a state holiday to do a fucking victory lap. The situation right now is is pretty scary, folks. Let's just be straight about it. But the good news is we can change it. We just have to show up and vote. Today may suck, but we can fix tomorrow. Doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the party of five. Here's our chance. So, hey, with the preliminaries out of the way, let's start the show. Let's roll initiative. Ty got a 23. Mm-hmm. Baba got a 20. Eldrin gets a 12. No, Eldrin got a 10. No, a 12. It says 10, 12. I have advantage on my... No, it's 12. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, quit, quit, quit negging goddamn Eldrin's initiative, man. I just... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the last episode... Why is Eldrin rolling twice for initiative? I don't know why you are so against Jamie's initiative, Boyle, but goddamn. I've had this item for like... Uh, a year? <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since you guys killed an old lady in the fucking Feywild. <laughs> you act like I remember anything. <laughs> Fate got a six. Moyle? Moyle got a ten. Eleven. Eleven. What's <laughs> fucking... So we're gonna roll for the Chul or Chul. Oh. Chump. All right. Chul uh, gets an 18 on initiative and the dude gets an 11. So... Todd, you are first, sir. Okay. Todd is just going to move a little bit. It says five feet within me. Okay. Yeah, no, Todd's going to just smack the what's name right in front of me. Okay. The woman is on the right, was on the right. Now the tentacly lobstery thing is on the right. All right. Um, and the man uh, is on the left. Tentacly lobster thing is getting smacked. Okay, rolled it. There's a 28 hit. 28 will hit. A 25. 25 will hit. All right. So... Are they, how tall are they? Are they lobsters? Like, like at the ground, am I stabbing down at them or am I slicing? No, right now it, it basically, she's not fully transformed yet. So Baba pushed the, the skin off this thing and it appears that there is something crammed down and compacted into, like somebody's put eight pounds of monster in a, mm. a six pound <laughs> skin suit, uh, basically. Cause when that face ripped off, it plooped out and this larger than normal, uh, segmented eyeless lobster head with these chitinous tentacles popped out 
and you can see down into the flapping flesh around her neck where that the, the segmented body goes further. And as that transformation happened, you can see her forearms starting to bulge as if claws were about to expand. Oh. And the same thing with her legs, but that it's still just... It's transforming. It's mid-transformed. <laughs> well, yeah, like anime fucking tentacle monster in mid-transformation sequence, but not tentacle monster, more lobstery. Men in black bug. Yeah, very much men in black cockroach about to happen. I'm going with the first slash... I'm going slash across the belly, opening it up, just and kind of just just a just a just a slash across the be- belly, tauntaun style. Oh, right, right in the bed, right, bread basket. Good one, Todd. <laughs> then I'm gonna do a little swagger move, like like Muhammad Ali, and just move my feet back and forth real quick. It doesn't have to do anything, just for flair. Just just come and slap him with the uh with the right on on the offhand. Okay, you bring Dos Echos up, <laughs> who is uh, singing fucking Cheeseburger in Paradise. Just a cheeseburger in paradise. Like, because that's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's definitely fucking Echoes a goddamn uh, uh, fucking parrot head or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> yes, he's from Margaritaville. Okay, yes. Parrot head? Yeah, there you go. Parrot head. That's what it is. <laughs> and so for how many points of damage? Uh, for 39 points of damage. All right, cool. All right. So, uh, any movement or anything afterwards? Um, nah, Bob is right next to me. Nah, I'm, just, I'm good. All right, he's, he's, he's uncharacteristically staying in. Okay, 39 <laughs> points of damage to the one monster. All right, moving. Uh, and then that brings us to Baba, you're up. Baba will rage. Okay. Uh, and then proceed to stab the lobster creature that is engaged with, uh, with Todd there. All right, give me a roll to hit. 27. Yeah, that'll hit. 26. That will also hit. So after mushing the face, like it's a complete startled stab. He just like stabs straight up. And that's what that's what triggers a sneak attack. He just stabs straight up into the chin because he's just it freaked him out. He didn't know what to do. And then he kind of gains his composure and like then goes around for a stomach shot with a, a more traditional strike after raging and uh and the ghosts appear and now start to mess with and fight with the chul creature tanage pops out wearing like a blousey pirate's gear uh and you know you've noticed as your spirit abilities have have developed you know originally your your ancestors appeared as you last remembered them but now they they seem to be taking a little bit more agency and tanage appears totally decked out in renfest pirate gear with complete with the swashbuckler hat with the plume and is you know, leaning forward and, and zipping the plume back in fa- in front of this thing's monster's face. <laughs> Got a name tag on with her name spelled out phonetically. Tanage, motherfucker. <laughs> Ethel appears. Agnes appears. Toddles up. Total fucking inappropriate bikini and thong. Plops a, uh, a beach umbrella down. Pops it open and leans up against it and lights a, a ghostly cigarette. And at the back uh, towards the uh the cave of scintillating wonders you see this knotted mass of spirits that looks like if you took 30 different uh sailors of different types and forms and ripped them apart and knitted them back together that they're you you've become more accustomed to seeing ghosts beyond the ones that you're associated with and it looks like something has torn the spirits of creatures apart and knitted them together in this parody of existence where there are these torsos mashed together there is a a sea elf head popping out the torso of this orc pirate that whose arm extends into the face 
of a, a bugbear a naval officer from Amsoon, a foot that goes down and extends into a couple of sea dwarves or dwarven sailors that have been like skewered through this guy's leg. Uh, it is just this weird mash of of spiritual energy, and they all their eyes pivot towards you, and they you know, they don't they they don't necessarily aren't able to interact with you, but they are mouthing very desperately, "Save us, release us!" As you look into them, not a good sight, not a good look. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Baba? No, that's it. Okay, uh, how much damage did you? Do? I'm sorry, twenty six, right? Twenty six, twenty six yeah. points of damage. All right, and as you I stabbed out with your yikula, the the her remaining flesh is is splay, and it already had the tummy cut uh, and upward slash from from Dos Echos. Your your other attacks are instead of instead of penetrating into normal flesh and blood, skitter across this chitin underneath, and it shreds the remaining skin. And this quadrupedal, uh, almost like lobster centaur thing with an upper humanoid body, two massive pincers, uh, and these tentacle faces plips out. Uh, and it is Chul's turn, and it turns. It was tw- it was twenty eight. I forgot to add my plus two to one of the attacks. No worries. Let me just add that extra two in. Still alive. <laughs> still alive. You're still screwed. Yeah. I mean, hey, welcome to having fighting monsters with hit point pools that are just as beefy as your abilities, because that's where y'all are. Chules oh, <laughs> can be very bad. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it <laughs> looks towards you, Baba, and goes, <laughs> which in Chul is, uh, what if God were one of us? <laughs> <laughs> and is going to multi-attack with some pincers on our boy Baba. Oof. That is complete and utter dog shit with a four on the die and a five on the die. And welcome back to shit rolls from your DM. Uh, so it's... Is that Joy Borg? It's very, very clearly disappointed. One tentacle kind of goes sideways and you wonder why at that level of, of success, it still hasn't gotten that one wonky tentacle fixed. Which one was that? Uh, the Chewel, the, the one on the right. Okay. Then that brings us to Eldrin with a 12. All right. Does the... The chul look hurt at this point, or does it look pretty, pretty? Uh, well, you know, it's it's hard to tell uh, because it doesn't have flesh. Like <laughs> you know, if the, it's its lady suit has been shredded and fall away, and you can see mm. a here's a word that you only ever get to say in the context of D anD. D you can see a grayish blue, slightly luminescent ichor seeping out from some punctures in its exoskeleton where Baba's uh, yikola has pierced through and where Echo has scored across its body. Um, doesn't look great, but doesn't doesn't look like it's it's you know dying out. Doesn't look like it's ready to be served up with a fucking bowl of Cheddar Bay biscuits, if that's what you're asking. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, so Eldrin is going to use his bonus action to cast a Hunter's Mark on the tool that is currently being attacked on on the right. Uh, so he's going to knock an arrow, and he says, "The only good bug is a dead bug." And uh, he's going to attack with his longbow. Oh, Jesus. 14. Mm. (laughs) Ricochets off the bug's armor. Okay. So he's going to go for a second attack. Is that a Starship Troopers? I was trying to think of the the movie. It is Starship Troopers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. (laughs) Classic. I think I rolled the wrong one there. You rolled damage. I don't think I rolled the right thing. Yeah. You you rolled damage. Yeah. 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 There it is. 
Yeah, that would have been well, that would have been a lot. <laughs> Can we take the damage if that hits the <laughs> twenty-five? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll let you take the damage on that. Sure. Uh, so Eldrin is going to aim right at the uh, mass of squiggly bits in the middle of its what I'm assuming is his face, and is going to uh, just take a nice uh, shot square in whatever the hell you want to call that thing a maw. I don't know the squiggly bits, right? The squiggly bits. the squiggly bits. Yeah, the squiggly bits. Sp- spoken like a true master of the <laughs> zoological form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Entomology. <laughs> yes, this is thing. As ra- as ranger should be, right? Yeah, exactly. For for twenty three points of damage. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, it's like a related relative of a spider, I think, so it's probably uh, accurate that I don't know what it is. It's a sea spider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many points of damage, Tom? Uh, for 23 points of damage. All right. Still standing. Damn it. Still standing. Still strong. Still here. Still here. <laughs> Still here. Walk. Okay, I, I have a quick question with regards to Word of Radiance. It says- mm-hmm. Each creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I can attack more than one uh, creature if they're within range? What's the range on it? Five feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's meant to be an enclosed kind of AOE cantrip. So, yes. Okay. I, unfortunately, I don't think there's a way that you can position yourself. Like where Baba is standing right now would be one of the few. I can't get on top of him. Chicken fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. I didn't know. I that I noticed that. Okay. Uh, which one is the dude? The one on the left is the dude. Perfect. Okay. Car up. Pucker up. Uh, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, a, it's a car piss joke. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going to. Walk over there, and I'm going to take my Hammer of Chaos. I'm a little confused on the charges. All right, so when used as normal, it's just a magical maul. But a number of times a day, you can hurl it, and it acts as a Chaos Bolt. You don't have to use that every single time. That's just a bonus feature to it. You can just try and hit him with it, and it's a strong, big, beefy magical hammer. Right, it does 2d6 plus 2 damage as a hammer. Yep. Okay. I just want to use it as a regular two-handed hammer. Yeah, it's a maul. It's actually bigger than a two-handed hammer. Unless... Actually, I take that back. I will I want to get so close to the guy that I can inflict wounds. That's a... It's melee. Yeah, you, you would roll up and make a melee spell attack on him. That's not a spell, right? Yep, it's a spell. Is that a... Oh, I'm thinking of Toll the Dead. Yep, that's something else entirely. That's a um, the cantrip. I thought that was a touch. No, that's... Uh, wait, hold on. Inflict wounds is a touch. Toll the Dead is ranged. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the Hammer of Chaos has three charges. You can then throw it, um, and it acts as a chaos bolt. That's cool, that's cool. We'll just... Just do it inflict wounds first level. Okay. Make your uh, melee spell attack. Will a 19 hit? 19. Let me check. I don't like the fact that he has to check. Yes. A 19 will hit. Mm-hmm. 10 points of necrotic damage. He said they they got beefier at HP, so they had the AC had to go up as well. Not necessarily. Yeah. I guess that, I guess that doesn't guarantee that. Yeah. And this one's face is still intact, right? His face didn't get ripped off with the day. <laughs> For now. Okay, so I walk up to the guy. I do a Naruto run, <laughs> I will, 15 feet, and get uh, right beside. What's the dude's name? I'm sorry, what's the girl's name? The the chul is over on the right-hand side. The guy is on the left-hand side. We don't, I don't think we know their names. You don't know their names, yeah. No. Never ask them. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll go over to the guy, and I just uh, graze uh, my hand against the dude's neck, which is, uh, they're not gills, right? 
Are they? No, no. No, they're lobster gills. He looks like a Triton right now. So he, he's still in normal Triton form. So you can you run your hand across his neck if you want. Yeah, I'll just run my hand across his neck. All right. And necrotic energy flares out and does how many points of damage? 10. So not a tremendous amount. But not an insubstantial amount. I'm not putting out 40 points of damage like you guys. Don't shortchange yourself. Don't shortchange yourself, sir. As you, you rake your fingers or, or softly caress his neck, whichever way you're doing, <laughs> you know, dripping with this necrotic flesh-eating energy, as soon as you come in contact with his skin, it's like putting a match up against tissue paper. It That necrotic energy ripples and flares, and it appears that an entire 10 points of damage is applied to his skin because it burns all of it off. And whereas the chul was this chitinous mash that explodes out from the shredded lady skin, this thing, uh, this scummy monster, is more of a fleshy uh, expansion and explosion. Whereas the chul, you know, is very lobstering and has four uh, four legs. Uh, this thing has two legs split into four tentacles. So this thing is like a almost like a octopus centaur uh, with the white, just this white pallid oozing flesh, a center row of eyes that come down, and another row of eyes that go across. Uh, his entire lower face now is gills. His right arm extends out and becomes this this trident-shaped claw, and it makes this burbling, hissing, angry noise at you. Which is going to bring us to his turn, unless there's anything else you want to do. Um, can I invoke duplicity? Uh, it's an action, unfortunately, to invoke duplicity. Oh, man. It's not a bonus action? Never has been, never will be. All right. So as soon as this thing is out of its skin suit, you actually see a little bit of a sizzle, and it looks very uncomfortable, and it makes this angry sickening whale songy noise where except way darker and eviler and the water begins to seep into the edges not like whatever force that is holding the ocean back dissolves but almost as if you know think of like like a floodgate that gets cranked open a little bit and that that base level of water begins streaming in and water does come rushing in from the sides, but only enough to come up uh, about your sins as the seawater becomes rushing back into this open area. Everything is difficult terrain now, as you guys will have to wade. Uh, the water level will rise at the start of every single turn. Uh, this guy is no longer out of water, so he won't be take. He did take damage for being out of water because uh, he has to be in water every single turn. But he uh, now that he is soaked back in. He is free to act. Um, that is going to count as one of his multi-attacks, but he is going to use his other ones on uh, on you, Moyle. He's going to strike out with that claw arm. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> does, a, <laughs> does a 14 hit for Moyle? It does not. Okay. And then he is- That was a 16, right, for Moyle? Yeah. Yep. What? Uh, and then he's going to whip his- Hair back and forth. What? What's up? <laughs> that's, that's- <laughs> <laughs> it was a song. Nothing. Yeah, no, he's gonna whip his hair back and forth now. Oh, yes, <laughs> he's gonna whip his hair back and forth if he had any hair, and it wasn't just a mucusy, muscly, gross motherfucker. Gross. Um, but goes out and tries to smush face Moyle as payback for what happened to the chull. <laughs> and Moyle does a twenty-four hit. Jeez Louise! Yes, it does. Okay. Now, the good news is, Moyle, while he doesn't have resistance to electric damage anymore, he does have resistance to psychic damage because this thing, as soon as it touches you, your 
mind is flooded with this stark imagery of a beast curling and and roiling beneath the sea and its loathsome hatred for all the the humanoids and creatures that live in the bright burning sky above and it's just this wave of antagonism and ancient hate floods into you but you know that's not the worst thing moyle's dealt with before so you're going to take half damage on this as it slaps you with its mind-breaking touch hey that that's not very nice thoughts all right, so 11 points of psychic damage, Moyle, uh, halved from 22. Oof. And Baba will use his reaction to cut that even more. And does that work on all kinds of attacks? Yeah, so if you are raging and another creature you can see within 30 feet of you takes damage. Okay. You can use your reaction to reduce that damage. All right, then uh, which of your spirits comes up and does what to reduce Moyle's psychic pain? Ew. <laughs> By three. By three. <laughs> so Tanage is actually busy messing with the the lady jewel so what's what's her name what's the old lady's name let's let you pick it now for once forever because i've i've rotated between agnes enid and a couple of different other old lady names Mm -hmm. so let's go ahead and settle on one (laughs) right now she's actually she's agnes so agnes gets up and she's gonna take her umbrella her beach umbrella and block some of it, but she doesn't get there in time because she was super lazy <laughs> getting up. <laughs> she was comfortable and she didn't like the fact that I had her go and help Moyle. <laughs> so <laughs> she she doesn't she doesn't absorb too much of the blow with her umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> so three points of damage absorbed. Uh, and now that will bring us to uh, Fate's turn. So let me ask this quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. So Fate Chance, are they aware of what they do when they're the other person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't black out or anything. Okay, it, all right. This is a physical transformation. Gotcha. It, just like any other lycanthropy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? This isn't, you know, this isn't a bad send up of dissociative disorder or anything like that. This is a yeah, yeah, no, no, it's all, it's all, it's all good, it's all good. Okay, magical curse. Okay, so yeah, so Fate was. You know, feeling cocky when, you know, he was in chance mode. He was ready for a fight. At this point, he has lost all of that bravado. And then a fight breaks out literally right in front of him. And then all of a sudden, this place starts flooding. Uh, he immediately panics and starts looking for the exit. Which way is the fastest way back to the boat? All right. So the the, the scribbly circle on the other side, directly in front of you guys. Yeah, let's see. We're gonna let's go ahead and measure this out because you know that's fucking compelling audio. <laughs> so about forty feet away from you, Spooky Leo has lowered a ladder down from the side of the boat. Mm, but mm. but keep in mind the boat has been moving around in a circle mm-hmm. uh, this entire time. So what we're gonna say right now is it's made a full circuit and it's directly opposite you guys. As a layer action on the top of the round, the boat is going to move twenty feet around the perimeter of the the grotto itself Mm, mm, mm. some areas of the grotto you'll be able to access that ladder directly other areas you would have to climb on top of some coral some of that coral may like to be touched some of it may not Mm. so wait you can see you can see where the so the ladder isn't stationary the ladder's moving around with the ship Yeah, it's a rope ladder dangling from the side of the ship <laughs> gotcha 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 okay okay what the fuck did you do he didn't build scaffolding <laughs> just a ladder just <laughs> i'm building the sistine chapel i'm painting the bottom of the boat what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. well you said it was over here in the circle spot so i was just trying to make sure right. yeah and then i also followed that up with the shit's moving yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i I heard. He didn't hear the rest of that part. He didn't hear the rest of that part. <laughs> I stopped listening when you heard, when I heard extra challenge. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, fine. So as layer action, your your egress will move. Sometimes it will be more accessible than others, but right now it's 40 feet away from you. Okay. And since fate goes last, then layer action being at the top of the turn at initiative 20 is going to be a real motherfucker for him. Alright, alright, alright. So then, uh, right now, uh, we're going full sprint for the ladder. We're misty stepping, then we're running. Okay, so bonus action misty step? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the direction towards the ladder, yes. Fate puffs away with the smell of, um, what is the, uh, what is the, the suntan lotion that has the uh, kid being molested by a dog? Oh, fuck. Oh, copper tone? Copper tone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a puff of copper tone, fate disappears and reappears, ass hanging out of his robes mysteriously, 30 feet away. How does that even work? <laughs> That's weird. He pulls his pants back up. <laughs> <laughs> no robes. He got rid of the robes. It's just the, uh, the cardigan and the, and the, and the flowy pants. That's right. Just the cardigan. Yeah, the flowy pants. The uh, the ass is uh, is peeking out a little bit as you uh, <laughs> as you reappear from yeah. your uh, from your tropi- Tropicana fucking port. Um. So yeah, and then full sprint from that point to ladder. Okay. And I, I don't think I'll have enough movement to make my way fully up the ladder, but, or no? Yes? No, nah, you, you can get onto it and start start climbing up. Basically, once you make it to the ladder, you're you're effectively- I'm free. Uh, out of the encounter. All right. <laughs> cool. So now fate is moving around on the boat yep. while it goes around every turn. Yep. Okay. Yep. It, you will have to spend your entire next turn climbing up then, we'll say. And then in your turn after that, you'll be up on the boat and you can start p- taking pot shots down into the- uh, basin. Basin, there we go. I'm okay with that. Grotto? William Grotto also would have worked. I fucking couldn't come up with any of those words at the beginning of this fucking thing. <laughs> All right, then that brings us- I thought you called it a grotto. Back to the top of the order, and Todd, you're up. You see fate, fucking hoof it, in, in classic fate fashion. Yeah. And your go, sir. You got lobsters to the right of you, uh, fucking octopus men to the left. So I was looking at my peak pentahedron shard for fire, but it says I can touch one person, yeah. but I can't force them to do that action right now. They have to, it, it, it basically just gives them the action when they- Yeah. So the that's the that's the actual spell dragon's breath. Okay. Your pentahedron ability is just you. Just me? Okay. Just you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't get both of them in the cone without getting Baba right now. So- Yeah. And that we'll work out the, the DC on yeah. it. It's not going to be the, the listed DC. We'll, we'll come up with the spellcasting modifier for it. So- I'm going with the the attack on the guy right in, that I hit before. The chul. All right, give me some rolls to hit. Yep, the chul. Let's go, big boy. Twenty four. That'll hit. All right, dice. Sneak attack. <laughs> Offhand attack. Seventeen. Just hits. Oof. Okay. All right. Todd was hoping to get a little, get some, get some, uh, the the the, the lobster arms. So he's he he swiped. One at one claw and another at another claw, hoping that he can get both of them to fall off and then find some butter later on. But for now, you just swiped at the arms for 28 points of damage. And as you do so, you look up and Spooky Leo already has a lobster bed procured from somewhere (laughs) and just is holding a pitcher that you know is full of melted butter. (laughs) Yeah, bring it home to baby. Bring it home to Papa. Papa wants his lobster. Spookylia wants to eat sentient sea bug. <laughs> All right. What? Uh, that brings us to Baba. Baba, uh, as when uh, a player has initiative with the layer action, in the past we've always said the player goes before the layer action, so you get to go before the boat moves. Okay. I will. But now the chul, I will tell you, the chul does look pretty, pretty, pretty hurt. I will attempt to kill it. 27 will hit. 
will hit, and we will trigger sneak attack on that for no good god. Yeah, give me your total damage because you're probably finishes, finishing this thing. Yeah, 12. That finishes it. I'm assuming you're going to the Chul with your second attack? Yeah, I'll go to the other one. I'm sorry, the Scum. The Scum with your second attack? Yes. Oh, oh it's a different creature? The other one's a different creature? Yeah, yeah. The, other, the one guy was the lobster guy. The other guy is more octopusy. Oh, okay. A scum. Octa what now? Easy, fade. <laughs> easy, easy. I will just run through the tool and push it out of the way like I was planning on doing in the first place for 12 points of damage, and then turn my attention to Octopussy. All right, give me the roll to hit. 17. Uh, let me double check that. Ooh. Uh, that will hit. So, yeah, he runs the tool through, pushes it off, and then turns and swipes overhead at the uh, octopus for the scum. Is that what you call it? Yep, a scum. For 11 points of damage. You bring your yikola around and stab into the scum. You pierce into it, and as opposed to the tool where you had to find purchase between the segments of its of its exoskeleton here your your spear goes just through it like a hot knife through butter but it's almost as if you're like you're stabbing a jellyfish you're it's it's hard to find something that uh that that is actually vital to stab so you can tell that you hurt it it does you do full damage but again this thing uh it's a it's a completely different experience stabbing into it from from the other monster that will bring us to the chul the chul slumps down into two pieces you hear spooky leo from the boat go we just get bring the whole thing i like to suck out the brains <laughs> you know of crawfish i'm assuming these are just as good <clears throat> and then that will bring us to eldrin uh so eldrin is going to look at the uh scum and he is going to move his hunter's mark uh to that thing uh with a bonus action all right and then he is going to... Uh, so I have a question about the Quoth bow. Mm -hmm. It says, when your sworn enemy dies, you can target a new one in the next combat. So I can only use it once per actual encounter, correct? Yeah, you're, exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. So the other thing's dead, so I don't suffer disadvantage from attacking this thing. Uh, that's great. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to use my Hunter's Mark and attack the uh, scum. What's that scuzz bucket? Uh, 17. Uh, 17 will hit. And a 24 on the second one. Uh, both of those will hit. Uh, all right. So, what what does this thing look like again? It's like a jellyfish looking octopus. That's what he said. Yeah. Imagine from the waist down, pallid white, goopy octopus. From the waist up, a slimy, emaciated human torso with long, spindly arms. One hand ending in a uh, a forked, spiky claw, and then a face that, uh, from the shoulders to the neck, are these rows of overlapping, fleshy, burbling, slime oozing gills. And then a row of eyes running down vertically, its skull, and then a row of eyes running across horizontally. Okay, so Eldrin is going to uh, the first shot. He's going to aim at uh, the the eyes uh, and try to plink an arrow in there and hit. And then the second shot, he's going to go kind of for like center mass in that humany torso bit. He doesn't want anything to do with the, the goopy part. Uh, so yeah, so he hits for a grand total of. Fuck, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> 18, wasn't it? 18, yeah, 18 damage. Sure enough, your your first arrow flies through and pierces that one of those eyes, and it, it just splits out this this gross, hey, here it comes again, black ichor, and, but your other arrow goes into the torso, and you realize, oh no, this thing's goop all the way down, and the arrow slurps into it, again, doing damage, but um, not, uh, not a pleasant sight by any means. Mm. Moyle, your go, my friend. If uh, I heal myself... 
and it's more than my full health, what do those extra, do I get those extra points? Nope. Go, you just heals you up to full. Uh, I will cast um, Inflict Wounds at okay. third level. Give me a, um, a spell, melee spell attack. Will a 10 hit? Mm. Unfortunately, mm. a 10 does not hit. That was good damage too. Damn. You stretch out with your hand, again, crackling with that black, green, uh, you know, not acidic, but crackling energy of anti-life to, to plunge into its goopy bits. But it is bends unnaturally out of its way that makes you question whether or not it's got any bones inside of it uh, as it flexes and arcs around your arm. Do Any bonus actions or anything you want to do? Two weapon fighting. Nope. That is if you had a offhand weapon, like a small weapon in the offhand and um, had done like a one-two punch, kind of like Todd does, but it doesn't sound like you've... If you got a bonus action cantrip that you can use, that would really be your, your main thing at this point. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, then that brings us to, to the scum. It's going to pivot towards you, Baba, uh, since it, it feels the... Um, it is not a fan of the, the, the spirits. Something particularly about the spirits enrage it. There, its presence. You can see it. A couple of its eyes pivot towards the mass by the uh, the scintillating cave, and it takes particular offense that you've brought free-willed spirits into its master's domain. He's gonna lash out with his claw arm twice with the fucking thirteen. Mm, these guys are professionals. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a, tw- a twenty-five with the second clawed hit. Eight points of damage have to four since it's piercing. And then similarly, it's going to go out and and extend its arm out to grasp you to do that same psychic attack that it did on Moyle. And it gets a fucking three on the die. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. Mm. Boo to the queen of fucking bad rolls. (laughs) You guys are assassins. Oh, no. (laughs) Never let it be said that I will not fucking suck at some rolls to give these guys a break. It's like terrible, lucky bastards. Hey, announcements this week. As always, be sure to check out Jamie and Harlan's other podcasts that they participate in. Links in the show notes below. We stream Monday, 730 Central on Twitch. Link in the show notes below. We're adding a lot of shows now. As we get towards the end of the year and start doing a few more guest quests and start ramping up for our charity event in November, give me the belt where we invite other podcasts to come in and fight for charity, very similar to our fight nights, one of our streaming shows. So be sure to get us, so be sure to get over to Twitter, follow us over there at GMDLcast and follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash GMDLcast. So you can get notifications when we go live, show notes, updates, and the occasional 10 tweet burst on a Saturday afternoon when I actually log back into social media for five seconds. Again, apologies for the delay this week getting this particular episode out. Uh, things ran a little bit long and unexpected. Uh, this has been a, a little bit of a rough month, day job-wise, um, from in a good way. Um, all positive stuff. Everything's working out fantastic, and we've got some additional team members on board now. So my life is going to start to go back to a little bit of normal. So again, uh, appreciate everybody's patience as we get back onto our regular posting and bonus content release schedule. What bonus content? Look, you come back at the end of the show and listen to me say thank you to the patrons, and then I'll tell you what they get. 
You breaking in? This isn't the time to talk about that. What the what the fuck, dude? He's breaking in in the middle of a fucking announcement? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why we're doing a character thing now either. I don't know, but it's going to probably be a thing now going forward. We're going to have to come up with like a whole other voice for you. Uh, Jesus, fuck, thanks. I needed more to do. Anyway, that's going to do it for announcements this week. Let's get back to the show. Uh, you would uh, you're hanging on the side of the boat I will give you an option you can extend yourself outward and cast a spell towards your friends but in doing so we'll need to make a acrobatics or a, you know what for old time's sake let's say athletics check to hang on to the rope while you cast at your friends no <laughs> <laughs> or you can ignore them and spend your entire match climbing up to the top of the boat um so help your friends risk a rope another great rope story for the podcast or or do it climb home and up to safety so <laughs> don't be a wuss mm. that, that, that's how you spell mm. fate in wizard camp w-u-s-s <laughs> you know you know all those todd moments you wanted to have more fate moments there's one <laughs> he either redeems himself for failing to climb that rope in gym class or he's gonna go for a little fall oh we're going we, let's not even tell him the dc let's just oh yeah tie that. yeah no no there you don't know until no. after you roll no in this particular case <laughs> no you know what no what? no he doesn't have you don't have enough hair on your ass <laughs> you don't <laughs> <laughs> just know if you if you don't do it we're gonna never let you forget it <laughs> but but here's the thing and if you fail we'll never let you forget it uh, <laughs> yeah but i say i'm fucked either way because if i do it and i fail i get to hear about it all over again because now i failed on two ropes <laughs> gym classes haunting them again if i don't do it you guys are just gonna bitch about me always leaving you guys to die so what's the point all i know is you guys seem to be handling everything just fine on your own <laughs> Oh my God! Fate's uh, gonna continue on with his cowardly ways and run his ass right on up this ladder. Um, fuck you guys! I'm out. I told you, Fate didn't want to be down here to begin with. <laughs> Baby ass, no hair on that ass whatsoever. Fate, Fate makes it up to the top of the boat. You will be able to cast spells from the deck of the boat. The next round, Spooky Leo looks over to you and just shakes his head. I am so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you can be disappointed in a live man alright brings us back to the top of the order Todd I will tell you the water has been slowly seeping in at the layer action you guys will be hip deep in water another round you'll be chest deep A the round after that you will be treading water the boat is about to move after your turn again what's Todd doing I'm just moving right there. <laughs> so you're stepping up into melee range of the of the clam with the glowing thing inside of it and the octopus guy? Yes. Mostly, yeah, the, the octopus guy. I'm going to leave that glowing thing alone for right now. Okay. Wait, how many turns do I have before the, uh, the water raises? Next round, it will be up to your chest. Round after that, you'll be treading water. All right, so I got a round. I'm smacking this guy first. Do it. All right. Give me your roll to hit. I'm feeling critish. Critish. 
twenty. There's a twenty six hit. If it doesn't, you run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> That's a good. Uh, thank you, J- uh, Jimmy Anthony. Now I know if a twenty six doesn't hit, I don't need to fight this thing. <laughs> Pro tip, if a 26 doesn't hit, you run. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so sneak attack damage. Come on, dice. Oh, man, there's some ones in it. Give me a second one. 15. 15 hits. Oh, 15 hits. All right. Just barely. All right, Todd is feeling so like some takoyaki, and he's he what he needs he needs octopus tentacles for this. Whoa! So he's definitely yeah <laughs> yes he's definitely going to uh, go for the the, the tentacles. Whoa! <laughs> I didn't say the testicles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Echo does the entire time. This is gross. I don't like it. I don't like it. You are able to stab into him twice for full on twenty eight points of damage. All right. So now, Baba, your go before the water rises a level and the boat moves. Whew. I was not liking this water. Yeah, yeah I thought about that. <laughs> Cat, water. Yeah, makes sense. He's got that bubble sphere, doesn't he? He's just- he doesn't like that <laughs> either. That's why he's always shaking it off. How long ago has it been since I used bubble? It's been, we, I used it last night. Yeah, you got, yeah, you can use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, uh, us flavoring the you sleeping in it is never going to impact your uses. Okay. Uh, I, I'm still going to attack, though. We're going to try and end this fight, and then we can deal with the clam. Yeah. Dang clam thing. It, we are engaged, so sneak attack, which 26. 26 will hit? 12. 12 does not. Baba goes in, and he stabs him, abdomen, one good time, and then goes for a side swipe in. Ooh, I don't know if I want to say that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he goes for a side swipe and the uh, clam statue thing kind of gets in the way and he doesn't get his, his side swipe off cleanly and misses. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say hit it. Uh, he doesn't want to hit it. I don't want to hit it. <laughs> now, let's see. All right, so that brings us to then the layer action. The water raises up to your chest. The boat and fate move 20 feet around the perimeter. All right. And then that brings us to Eldrin, your go. Let's see. To be clear, next round, arms in the water, you're going to have disadvantage on range, your your bow attack. Even, even with a swim speed? <laughs> I can't tread water? Oh, fuck. No, I will give you, yeah, no, I will give you fucking <laughs> water world over here. Fucking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you over there just treading with your feet? And you're just- <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Very marine-esque, got it. <laughs> yeah. We've established he's got fucking ridiculous fucking core strength from the whole airboat fight. Yeah, Climbing speed, fast walking speed, and a swim speed. He's the total package. Listen. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, Eldrin is going to uh, use bonus action to throw... Uh... Planar Warrior. Planar Warrior. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Sorry, it's been a bit. Yeah, so I'm going to use Planar Warrior on the gum and attack. So first attack, 20. 30, 20 will hit. And the second attack is a 13, so that will not. Will not. All right, so Eldrin uh, thought that the shooting for the eyes was a good good move, so he, he aims for a different eye this time uh, and is going to uh, plink his force arrow into that. And then the second arrow, he was kind of going for uh, another hit to the center mass and kind of just whizzed one off into uh, 
shanked it like way left uh, and he doesn't know what the fuck he was doing. Right into the wall of water, where a rare, yeah. endangered, perhaps one of the last of its kind owlfish <laughs> is swimming by the perimeter of this strange formation, <laughs> only to be pierced uh. and wounded gravely, ending its life before its time. Good old owlfish. Oh no. Taking out all the endangered species. All right. Uh, For 12 points of damage. Moyle, you're up, sir. <laughs> this thing is not looking great, but it is not on death's door. I will tell you that much. If I shoot a guiding bolt at it, mm-hmm. will it be magnified because the thing's in water? Uh, no, but you probably will have disadvantage since you're in melee range. Uh, I can... I can reach out and touch it, yes? Yeah, you can hit him again with um, with another Inflict Wounds. Uh, I will cast uh, Toll the Dead. You, you don't have to touch him for Toll the Dead? That's a ranged spell. That's true. But he is damaged, so he would take... So it's a wisdom saving throw for his part? Ooh, what kind of damage is it? It's I believe it's necrotic. Do ranged spells get disadvantage when you're within five feet? Is it? It's not a ranged attack spell, though. Mm. Yeah, this Toll the Dead is just um, is, is a wisdom saving throw. Oh, it's a saving throw. Yeah, I just need to know what kind of damage type it is, because this guy does have... Necrotic. Okay, good. He's not immune to that. <laughs> so, again, uh, he makes a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, 15 or higher. All right, gets a plus one on the roll. It's a seven, so uh, is that D- 1d12 or 2d12 at this point? It is 2d12. Oof. 2d8? No, it's D12s because he's taking damage. Nice. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that, man. Kind of nice. 20. 20 points of damage. On a cantrip. That's nice. Jeez. Yeah, Toll the Dead, when they're injured, is... Oh, uh, yeah. But if they pass the save, they you know, they don't take any. Uh, Moyle winds up because it has a bit of range to, like, kind of punch, punch out, but he, uh, like, the magic, like, he, like a really quick... Flinging out of the fist and then opening of the palm, but because um, scum is so close to him, he just <laughs> punches him in the face, <laughs> and the necrotic the necrotic energy just flows out of his fist. Told, told the dead makes a noise. Yeah, told the dead makes a ringing bell noise. It's it's literally a bell tolling for the dead. So as you punch into him, it would go. <laughs> it would be that uh, you know <laughs> that bomb underwater sound wave of necrotic energy going out inside of him. <laughs> Doom. It does? Yeah. It says that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, it does say that. It does indeed. <laughs> yes, the, the spells describe what they do. I didn't make up a complex sonic damage scenario just to <laughs> neg your necrotic punch, man. I, I, that's really what the spell does. But it felt very DMS. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Fate, you're up. You are going to add, we're going to add 40 feet to that, so you are 85 feet away on the boat looking down into this thing. 85 Eat, you say. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. I'm good with this. Um, because now that I'm up on the boat, looking down into the water, everybody's trying to, you know, kill the thing. I just, I'm just focused on that clamshell green light thing that had us here to begin with. Oh man. I'm tossing the fireball at it quick, expeditiously. Yep. Uh, yep. While we're all down here. Yep. 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 While we're all right next to it. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 How, many, how many people can you spell gulped around? Enough. <laughs> You're all safe. No, I need a number. Oh, five. I need a number. It's one plus the spell level. Okay. So... I'm going to cast it at third level. Without, okay. Uh, yeah, so it gets all four of them out of, you know, out of harm's way. and um, Scum will not pass the saving throw, so go and roll your damage. And we'll walk your friends through the consequences of your actions. Yep. 
Yeah, see, could have shot it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could have waited. Or Firebolt. Mm, I don't think it would have mattered. I was going to do both. Okay. I um, manifest a multifier in my hand, compress it down into a nice compact bead, and direct it across or out and down into the pit and try my best to knock over and destroy the pedestal that is holding up the green, whatever that green light is. So your flaming moat impacts into the into the pedestal and blossoms out into a fireball, mm-hmm. a, a sight your friends are completely used to, so much to the point where I think only Todd flinches when the fireball starts billowing towards them because Bob and Eldrin, I'm sure, are pretty confident you're going to watch them. But Todd, even even having evasion, even though he's being fire resistant, knows he and Fate have got, uh, have got ongoing issues. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Moyle is worried. He's made of trees and shit. <laughs> and metal and copper and, and steel and wire and spite. <laughs> and so this flame roils towards you. The scum gets atomized. It's like the expanding wave of, of force and fire and hot air and steam as this thing goes off into a puddle of water and instantly vaporizes the water around the base just blasts away this scum as if somebody stuck an M80 into a uh, a jello mold. <laughs> the pedestal itself is also immediately vaporized. A couple of things immediately become evident. Number one, uh, that glowing dot is, is a fleshy, glowing green bulby orb that is attached to a rather thick tentacle which goes down under the sand. And as the fireball washes over it and vaporizes it, the green flashing light disappears. You guys hear a bellowing raging roar as something begins shifting underneath the sand oh, no. clawing to get its way up mm. and the water floods in as the magic that was holding it back is completely dissipated so todd baba eldrin and moyle give me dexterity saving throws please as this water comes rushing into you now with tidal wave force oh you're all dead thanks fate uh with advantage because i see it uh yeah you you would have advantage on huh? 19 24 15. You said we have advantage, right? No, I have advantage. Oh, okay. Strong five. Do I have advantage on deck saves because I could do something? Do I have enough uh, Do I have enough time to cast something? Uh, well, it depends on whether it's a reaction. I was going to cast polymorph. Uh, nope. Unfortunately, you don't. No, that's, that's an action, correct? If it was a reaction spell, I'd let you cast it. Do I have any reaction spells? So it was a 15 save, right? Feather fall? Can I feather fall up? Nope. <laughs> 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 Still say fall up. I love it. <laughs> Not that reverse gravity fall. That's what you mean. <laughs> Can I reverse gravity? Fly. Yeah. You mean fly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Falling with style. <laughs> Jump. So not a ton. So 12, 16, 17 points of damage. Anybody who made their save can take half. Uh, Mo, you're the only one who didn't roll higher than a 10, correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The water comes rushing in, slams into you guys. You're uh, all bounced around. Moyle, you're actually knocked prone, but that's not a huge issue because you immediately float up as as you bob up to the surface. Um, you guys immediately start are, are kind of rocketed upward a little bit of, of the pressure coming in um, and, and just plip up to where you're now at the same level at the, as the boat. You're no longer in difficult terrain to where you can swim over to the boat with whatever your swim speed is, but there is a large tentacled beast working its way free uh, from the seafloor below you. I'm going to let you all have a round and then the monster's going to go. So what are y'all doing? 
All right, I need to see how far I need to get to this. Uh, I will let you use a dash action to move your double your swim speed. I definitely was. <laughs> I thought, I, yeah. yeah. Swim speed is half, right? Doubling, it gets me 45. Yeah. 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 Doubling gets me to 45, which is my normal speed. So I can get to the boat, um, which is uh, 35 away from me. Yep. Todd. I don't like that. Surprisingly nimble and the water zips off uh, and <laughs> makes it to the boat. Uh, Bobby, you're up. Uh, I will feline agility <laughs> and then dash and swim my ass over there to get out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it looks like we leave in uh, morals. <laughs> Eldrin? Eldrin is also going to use dash uh, for 80 feet of swim speed and just get all the way up into the boat. Fucking uh, <laughs> Christ. All right. Uh, and Andrew, your go, sir. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. At least he can't drown. Yeah. I, well, here's the one thing I was confused by. I thought Moyle would sink. I didn't think he'd float. I'm saying you're buoyant. If you really want to not float, we can make that be that. <laughs> yeah, and we can deal with that now. Please don't. <laughs> do you do you want to sink? Do you want to drown? I mean, you can you can drown, I suppose. Can, does he have to breathe? <laughs> driftwood. You're driftwood, sir. I thought it was going to be like water world where I could have like a... <laughs> A string or whatever, and then I, I get pulled up. But anyways, I'm going to polymorph okay. into a giant shark. Okay. In the water with the act up, but okay. Now this is going to be fun. That has uh, 126 hit points, swim speed of 50. Okay. Are you swimming to the boat or what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to swim around the boat. Okay. The boat is a- b- I'm, I'm going to swim to the boat. Yes. I'll be by the boat. All right. The boat is about to take off and it goes faster than 50. So do you want to get on the boat or do you want to stay in the water? <laughs> oh, you're, the boat's leaving? The boat's about to take off. Yes. I better fight this octopus 1v1 then. It's- if everyone's going to be a pussy about this. <laughs> this is not This is not an octopus. Yeah. Get out the water. <laughs> I gotta get. I don't think I can make it. I will let you swim over there, and then can you breach? Like, <laughs> I would die if I breach. I would let you free Willy onto the boat with a decent acrobatics check. Yes. <laughs> and then before you would suffocate, Baba could put you into a water bubble, or you could turn back into a moil. Because let's see, my distance is. You got fifty speed. I have fifty speed, so I have to polymorph. That's the only way I can make it. Yep. So I have to polymorph. I'll swim over there. You can't dash? Oh, it's 50. Yeah. Okay. I don't have dash. Yeah, he used his action to cast polymorph, so he <laughs> can get exactly there. But again, with an acrobatic check. I don't have a dash anyway, so. Everyone has a dash. Everybody has a dash. Everyone has a dash. What's the, what's the strength score on the shark? <laughs> oh, one, uh, 23 plus 6. Plus 6 on the modifier. Never mind. It says 23 plus 6. Yeah, we got it. That the plus six is the modifier. All right. So do you want to try and free Willie up or what are you doing? Can I jump into that water bubble? Uh, yeah, sure. I will let uh, Baba create a water bubble to catch you. But to do that, Baba's going to have to make... Has to be willing. <laughs> 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 yeah, he has to be willing, number one, to do it. And number two, we'll have to I'll have to roll, do a somewhat roll on his side. So Yeah, Bob, Bob's not using his bubble to get, get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the shark. He can, he can just he can cancel the spell. No. So Moyle, free Willy onto the deck and cancel the spell, or what are you doing? Uh, can Eldrin get under and like hold his hand up, like full on free Willy to like touch his? And he would have to he would have to convey that plan anyway, and he can't as a shark. Is the uh, is the rope ladder still there, or is the ladder still there? No, the ladder has been has been pulled up. Is there anything I could hold on to with my shark teeth? Uh, you could try and bite into the boat. Oh, that's a bad idea. 
You can free Willy onto the deck and then cancel your spell. I think that's a good idea. No, I got it. My spell has to last an hour, right? No. No. You can cancel it whenever you want. No. (laughs) Concentration. But then I, I wouldn't be able to get it back. Right? Get what back? We are effectively done with this encounter. Um, <laughs> so, but yes, the spell slot would be gone. For a short rest or a long rest, which uh, we're definitely taking, right? <laughs> I don't see why we would. Are we taking a short or are we taking a long rest? We're on a boat, on a cruise boat. I'm sorry. I cannot provide that information at this time. I'm going to need some kind of decision here pretty quick. Damn, everyone else takes their sweet old time and you're all terse with me. No, no. The options are, you, you've got one option or die. <laughs> those, are, those are the total. That's really it. <laughs> I'm not being terse with you, dude. I'm saying from from a game time perspective, this this thing is bu- bubbling up out of the ground and is is going to be coming at you. You are in the six second window where you've got to make a decision of what you want to do before this the boat starts to head away. Uh, now that it's back under the gnome's control and this this whatever this is underneath starts coming at you. So I just need yeah, that shit might chase us. We don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna bite into the boat and uh, try and hold on for dear life. Okay, roll to hit. What do I roll? Make an attack. Make a bite attack roll. You don't even know the. You don't even know the DC on a boat. <laughs> An AC on a boat. Three D ten. I got no. On <laughs> an attack roll. So you a giant shark? It's just. It's just a D twenty. Yeah, it's a D twenty plus nine to hit. But the, so you'll be able to hit. The question is whether or not you can do enough damage to the boat to exceed its damage threshold and get your teeth sunk into it, which you should be able to do as a giant shark. So this may work. A ten. Plus nine. So you're able to latch on. What part of the boat are you latching on to? The front, uh, directly underneath, or the back towards the rudder? Back towards the rudder. So you gra- are you grasping onto the rudder itself or the back of the boat by the rudder? Back of the boat by the rudder. Okay. Now roll your damage. Bite out that ass. That is 22 points. <laughs> oh, boy. Probably one of the worst rolls you could have made. No, that wasn't bad. It's just red because he got one one. No. He got a seven and eight and a one. Oh. Oh, okay. I was also red and assume out a possible thirty-six for him to get sixteen. That's less than half still. Twenty twenty-two though, that's not bad, right? That's what No, that's pretty good. Oh, it was a twenty-two. Sorry, I forgot the plus six. You're right. I saw the red and I said bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Condition. So the boat has a damage threshold of 20, Ooh. which means you have to do more than 20 points of damage to it Oof. to even do any damage to it. Um, so you are just able to, with these powerful shark jaws, clamp into it and grind in and get purchase. A face immediately appears above it and <laughs> looks at you with just a literally wounded look in her face. I, th- I thought we had a connection, Moyle. Oh, no. You're biting my ass? <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> just I'm, we're, hold on. You see that the catamarans extend out from her side. The sail flaps into full and she zooms off away from this thing as you guys see... This massive, multi-limbed, almost like a seal-shaped body with tentacles coming off of it. Worm its way up from underneath the seafloor and just this dark shape of something pursuing after you. But it's nowhere near as fast as the boat. You guys are streaking away. Thank God. You're well away from the boat. You've After about 15, 20 minutes, it's clear um, as the, the boat heads further uh, and further east, directly towards the, the center of the ocean. No longer headed on a south uh, southerly heading because it's just desperate to get away from uh, from what that was at. You can tell she's panicking a little bit. You can hear the gnome speaking to her in a rapid language that you don't necessarily understand and seems to be wrestling with the controls a little bit. You know, you catch snippets of, why are you being so emotional? 
Uh, you, you know, this could be a misunderstanding. I know, yes, it's weird he bit your ass, but <laughs> clearly, so not only is there panic, but there is some kind of uh, real emotional hurt going on. Andrew, how long are you hanging on to the ass of the boat? Uh, until I unpolymorph. Okay, so for the full hour then? So an hour. So about 30 minutes in. Because it's it's dragging the whole time, right? It's like hauling ass for the full. Yeah, no, you can you can hang on the entire time. Yeah, you can hang on the entire time. That, that, that's fine. It, it's it's hauling ass for the whole time, right? Yeah. So I couldn't, I wouldn't even be able to get off. I, you know, I would let you polymorph back to Moil and be holding on to the boat and then, you know, yell out to your friends to try and get them to lower something down to you. Hmm. Well, we all know that's gonna, that's not going to work. <laughs> you know, you guys could work out an assist to get you back into the boat or you can choose to stay as the, as the shark. Your call. I'll stay as a shark. I have uh, a lot. I feel like I got better luck staying as a shark. Uh, after about 30 minutes into this this panicked journey, you hear the, the gnome huff in frustration and disengage from the controls and come down to you guys. Walks up to you, Baba, because again, he is fairly convinced you're in charge. Guys, we've got uh, we've got a little bit of a problem. Uh, she's got herself completely worked up into a tizzy. I've never seen her act like this. I've tried to engage her personality override and we are completely out of control uh, and that's not even the the worst part she has she has burrowed she has headed us far enough into the central ocean at this speed that we have started we've encountered a pure, uh, an area of the ocean um known as the gozerian shoals it there it's known for just really weird things happening so i just mm. i need everybody to call be perfectly calm and empty their minds and just if you if you can meditate, you can meditate. This area, you know, we've we've gotten into a a proximity to the God Spire that random thoughts can have a little bit of an influence on 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 things on how things are around us. It's 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 incredibly dangerous. I'm going to keep working on getting her back under control. But the last thing I need to anybody to do is to think of anything. Everybody. Give me wisdom saving throws. Damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. Stay puff marshmallow, man. Stay puff marshmallow. Except, ex- actually, except for Moyle. Uh, your, your shark-like determination and, and mind, you, you've got this, this shark level of focus. You are actually safe from having to deal with this. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, 15. 19. Oh, it wasn't me. Thank God. That's a, that's a 21 for fate. Nine. It's a nine, Baba? Yes, a nine. Okay. Choose your destroyer. (laughs) (laughs) Baba, you think back to all the tales of your childhood. You think of all the stories that you used to hear and the the ones that you enjoyed and and, and you really really loved the most. But that's not what springs to your mind. In fact, what, what unfortunately what hooks in and what latches in is this one particular story that your friends were always trying to get you to engage in. This one particular story that was notoriously long and, and complicated. And they would, they would, oh, you need to, you need, yes, you need to go see the plays. You need to read the books. You need to, to watch the illusions. And they never, you just never really could get into it. Because look, if you can skip that much of a story, <laughs> there's absolutely no reason why you should ever engage with it. So because you never really did, when you spot the lateen sails of a caravel ship crossing over the horizon, barreling down to you, the ram's head of its prow, <laughs> accelerating speed and approaching ramming speed, the voice that, that echoes out and screams, I'm going to be king of the pirates. 
<laughs> doesn't strike the slightest bit of recognition, but for some of you, it will. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this session. Did I um, bait them into talking about the thing that I was going to use to try and kill them for a couple of weeks before we got to this episode? Yes. Yes, I did. Did I have to watch, a, I don't know, about 15-ish, 20-ish episodes to get the context for the show and then do some Wikipedia work to actually get the characters for the fight in the next episode? Yes, I did. Uh, did I watch the 10,000 episodes of One Piece? Nah, not so much. So I don't have the free time to enjoy things other than the time that I spend with you, our listeners, and our patrons. So, hey, you know what? Why don't we say thank you to some patrons right now? Daniel, Todd supporter. Fun fact, Todd, not a One Piece fan. He likes pirates, but devil fruit are what he calls his balls. And so every time they talk about eating the devil fruit on that show, it freaks him out a little bit. So could never get into it. A roboticized private eye, Bryce. Cast on 96, K1, P1 for 24 rounds, K for 28 rounds, K6, K2, Tog, continued descending until end, BO. Now Eldrin has a knitting spell, Cosmic Worm, Dido, Dean, Dreekin, Eric, Korobe, Nikki, Lurgnag, Lonely Sexed Flamingo, Miles, because he values your friendship so much, Moyo would limit the sea life that he polymorphs into to bite your ass to, I don't know, maybe sea bass, something with more cartilage than, than teeth, unless you know, that's your thing, in which case, more power to you. Actual last biting is a higher tier, though. So, so on to Gair, the sleepy Norwegian, Hannah, Yogan, Kalevi Elvedi, Loki the angry dwarf, and hey, new Eldrin supporter, Martian, welcome aboard. We really appreciate you're here. Hope you're in the Discord. Make sure you say hello. Rin, the Badger1230, Thomas. You know, eventually, Eldrin's going to shoot out enough eyes to string together a lovely necklace. And as Eldrin supporters, you are eligible to receive that in the mail. Uh, but since it's the real world, it'll probably just be a bunch of sheep eyes in a box. I wonder if that requires some additional state licensing. Get back to you on that one, gang. Andrew, Bill, Window Lickers Anonymous, fate will at least wave to you when he abandons you to run back to the boat and climb up the ladder. So, you may be left at the bottom of a sea grotto, but you're gonna get a friendly wave. And of course, Ben, Gibbons Camp, Matt Ross Jones, Professor Flattop, Saganadal, Zork Fox, and resident Alpha Patron Lee, Baba's teenage sister Tanage, tips her pirate hat in your direction. So, what do these people get for supporting the party of five? Bonus audio, like the hour and a half long pre-audio for this episode, where the guys go into great detail about One Piece. Some of you may enjoy it. Some of you will enjoy the consequences of them talking about One Piece in front of me in the next episode. So, I really provide some healthy context for what I fished out of them. Bonus video content, like... Uh, like the Tournament of Champions 2.0 that, uh, yes, for real, for really real this time, are coming out this week and should uh, we should be pretty close to announcing that winner. Sorry again for the delay on those folks. Bonus lore content. Uh, this month you got 
two uh, subclasses that tied into an upcoming episode and of the setting of the uh, the Mercantile Guild uh, home office where the guys are headed towards on this boat. The VODs for past streaming episodes that were just our show and uh, weren't collaborative. I've got some moil makers to get up there at some point. So if you can't make the stream and miss it for whatever reason, uh, if you're a patron at any level, you're going to get those VODs. And that's simply because, you know, our, our collaborative content we throw up on YouTube. We're never going to put other people's participation in our show behind a paywall. But our stuff, we absolutely want to reserve for our patrons after it expires from Twitch. Sorry, there's a ton of videos I just put up there over the last couple of weeks and getting caught up with that and making sure those are uploaded for you guys. Took a little bit longer than expected. Um, we do have some new streaming content that's going to come out in relation to kind of the off-the-cuff stream from the beginning of this week. I will be playing through, and I think Jamie's going to do some of this too, the SSI old school D&D games. We're going to play as many of those as we can from um, GOG games and, and stream that content. Um, again, if you don't catch those streams on Mondays, we understand streaming's not for everybody. The VODs of those will get uploaded to our Patreon feed for supporters of any level. Uh, we're trying to finish off some graphic design work so we can get some additional merch options out to you guys. Believe me, that's on the horizons. And we will be taking care of longtime patrons and uh, for, for, those, for those items when they, they finally get across the finish line probably at the start of 2023 at this point let's be let's be real but uh, a lot a lot of cool stuff coming in the future a lot of surprises right around the corner playing the back end of Baba's Ark right now uh, with the episodes some really cool stuff coming up so as always thank you to everybody's supports and hey look we we know it is still kind of a weird time for everybody and your budget may not leave you room to support the party of five and we get it but no, no harm no foul we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. And hey, you can really still actually help out the podcast. Um, you can get out there and tell somebody about the show. Um, get out there and tell them uh, to give us a listen. Give us a shot. Uh, one in five people try their next podcast based off of the recommendation of a friend. One in five. Losing them would be like losing one of the party of five. And, um, you know, you lose fate. Who's going to blow shit up and totally reset the encounter, nearly killing his friends? Again, mental note to write these out in advance. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it makes a surprising huge impact. More so than the rate, review, and subscribe that I forgot to mention that I normally say in the middle bit. Although that's important too, by all means, please rate, review, and subscribe. Really just telling people about the show and, and, and really being a kind of being an ambassador for our little corner of the multiplayer universe is the quickest way to help us grow. We sincerely appreciate those of you that do that. We know there are more than a few of you out there that have been spreading the word and we absolutely appreciate it. So uh, on that note, we'll wrap up as always. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And as always hope you enjoyed the show.